Hi, Mama. Welcome to Ministry and Motherhood. This is your host, coach, and mentor, Lauren Apple. Here at Ministry and Motherhood, we want to see you step fully into your God-given ministry impact at home and in the marketplace. So let's get moving. Hello, my beautiful friends and ladies. I am super pumped to be hopping on with you today. And actually, we're coming off of Mother's Day weekend. And I know that this weekend is a celebration of moms and spiritual moms and moms with babies in heaven and moms with babies on earth and moms with babies who love the Lord and maybe moms with babies who don't quite love the Lord yet and all the other things, the women that God has created us to be as nurturers and lovers um, and we pour into our kids. And so with all of that in mind, I hope you guys had an incredible Mother's Day weekend, but I just felt like the Lord was a man just moving my heart uh, and my spirit to really share with you one of the greatest lessons that I have learned as a mom and probably one of the most difficult challenges and lessons that I have to reconfigure and reevaluate week in and week out in my life as I mother my four precious babies here on earth. Um, and that is this. Uh, it's the idea that our number one responsibility as moms is not to keep our kids safe. It's not. It's not to protect our kids. It's not to provide for our kids with shelter and food. And no, that is that is the culture's and the human nature's number one responsibility. But as Christian, God fearing, God loving moms who recognize that our calling and our purpose as moms is to love our kids like Christ loves us, is this. It is to allow our kids to recognize their dependence on their heavenly father and to know that throughout any and every situation, that is where they go. That is where they run. That is who they cling to. That is who they are fully 100% dependent on. Man, you probably are listening to that and going, yeah, I agree, Lauren. That's totally true. That is our role as moms to teach our kids to be dependent on the Lord, to lean on him for guidance and strength and help and healing and freedom and all those other things that God so faithfully provides for each of us. But I think so quickly when we get into mothering day in and day out, It's so easy to recognize our own worth and our own identity as moms, to make that who we are. Not that we are Christians, not that we are wives, not that we are leaders or business owners, not that we are daughters of the Most High King, but know that we're moms. And and that becomes our identity and that becomes our self-worth and that becomes how we relate to the world and relate to everything around us is by being mom. And in the midst of recognizing that and seeing that as our identity, it's so easy for us to raise our kids in a way that they become dependent on us. They become dependent on you, mom, that precious daughter, that amazing, handsome boy, 
those wild twins that you have, they become dependent on you because you have allowed them to get there. And trust me, I know what that feels like, okay? It is so, so much a part of our mothering heart that we desire for our kids to want and need us. It's so much. And it's so hard to recognize our own desire there. Man, my two-year-old, he's not even two yet, but he's acting like he's older than two. Fred, he is struggled when when church opened back up after this whole pandemic he struggled going to the nursery he struggled going to uh the the toddler room and would cry when I dropped him off and finally he'd calm down and and then he'd cry when other parents picked up their kids and I wasn't there right away and he just really struggled and he got to the point actually when we started walking into church that he would recognize the building and he would start crying before we even got in the building as we started walking up the stairs to the, the front doors, he would cry and he'd cling to me because he knew that that he was letting uh, being let go of, that he was going to have to go to this class, right? So that mom and dad could go to church, so that mom and dad could serve at church. And it became this thing where it's like, man, I wish my kids wouldn't cry and I wish that they were just okay. And it's a struggle when you're in that place, right? But then you get to the place like he was this Sunday where everyone's like, man, he's doing so good. He loves it. I, My husband and I actually both served at two services. And so he was in the, the kids area for two services and he was completely fine. He loved it. He was having a blast. He loved the leaders. He loved doing the worship songs and hanging out with other kids and all of those things. And part of me Part of my heart started to hurt. You know, these leaders were like, he's doing so good. He's doing awesome. That's great. And I went and checked on him between services without actually looking at him because if he saw me, I didn't want to upset him. So I was like, is he okay? Is he upset? And they're like, no, he's great. He's doing great. And that hurt my heart. Why did it hurt my heart? It hurt my heart because, man, sometimes I just want my kids to want me, right? I want my kids to need me to be upset when mom is gone. Even though in reality, we don't love that all the time, but part of us grieves that when it's gone, right? We grieve that that our kids are independent. We grieve that our kids recognize that that we're flawed and we don't have it all together. We grieve that all of a sudden our kids are, are looking up to the advice of their peers or their teachers or some other leader that they have come into contact with instead of ourselves because our human nature our mothering nature desires us to be needed and wanted, uh, to feel value and worth in what we provide for our kids. And it's so easy as a mom to get to the place where we cling so hard to that feeling and that nature as mom of being needed that we make our kids dependent on us. We make our kids dependent on us. We make them come to us to comfort them when they're hurt. We make them come to us when they get stuck or frustrated and don't know how to work something else. We make them come to us when things don't go the way that they want to go, right? We desire them to come to us. And yes, mom, it is great that your kids need you and want you and that you provide those places of security and freedom and peace, but you have to come to recognition are you doing that so much so that your kids are dependent on you more than they're dependent on God? 
more than they're dependent on God. And this was a reality that God brought to me face to face a few years. Well, maybe it was like five years into parenting. I had a five-year-old and I had a four-year-old at the time. And man, I really quickly got into the place where my kids would run to me. They would need me when they were upset. They would come to me more than they'd come to other people. They would uh, revolve around their mom and they were de- so dependent on me. And yes, kids are dependent on you when they're young. Yes, they need you to survive and all of these things. But what are you doing in your life to show your kids their dependency on Christ? Because here is the deal. One day, mom, that precious son or daughter of yours is going to be grown. They are going to be ready to stretch their wings and they are going to go out on their own. And yes, mom, you want them to be calling you and asking you for help and asking you for prayers and asking you for advice and, de- and still desiring to need their mom in those moments. But you are not going to be by their side. 24-7. You're not going to be walking alongside them in the midst of their hurt or their pain or their confusion or their doubt or their beliefs of the lies that the enemy has built up over time in their minds. You're not going to be that for them. And when they walk out, if they don't know how to depend on Christ in those moments because they've clung so much to their dependency on you, they are going to be lost. They are going to go through more pain and a heartache than you ever desire them to go through because they don't have the Savior to lean on that gives them peace and hope and freedom that speaks truth and promises and faithfulness over them. And so if you desire that for their life, then you have to take a real hard look right now at your mothering. Where in your life have you pointed your kids to come to you instead of to Christ? Where? What does it look like? And how can you change that around? You know, one of the things that that I began to implement in my life was, man, if my kids woke me up in the middle of the night because they were afraid or had a bad dream, I didn't want them to come to me crying. Yes, that's fine if they want to come to me and crying. But the first thing that I always do is I remind them that God is with them. God is protecting them. And right now, no matter the fear that you are feeling, you can bring it to the Lord. And so what do they do? They pray. They pray to God. Now, sometimes my six-year-old will still wake me up and say he has bad dreams. And what do I do with him? I say, do you want to pray or do you want me to pray with you? And sometimes he'll have me pray with him. But my nine-year-old girl, she's the one who used to wake up repetitively and would wake me up in the middle of the night with these bad dreams and, and these struggles and these fears and all of these things. She has gotten to the point even that she'll just tell me in the morning when we're getting ready, oh, I was having bad dreams last night, but I prayed to God and, and he showed up and I was able to go back to sleep. Praise God, she didn't need me. Now that hurts my heart a little bit, to be honest, that she doesn't need me. That, that she can get past that fear with the Lord. But, but I'm so thankful that she has discovered that in the middle of the night when the lies of the enemy or the fears and the worries surround your mind, she can turn to God for peace and comfort and protection. Because you know what? Full transparency, 
I sometimes at night struggle sleeping because I let the worries and the fears and the anxieties of life consume me. And I have to remember to turn to the Lord and give it over to Him. And so that's a lesson that I still am walking through as an adult, fully grown mom of my own, that now my nine-year-old daughter is learning that lesson and walking through that lesson that she can carry on decades from now. Do you get it? Do you get the power and the truth? Now, that's a simple, practical thing. But but all of this wrapped up is going to allow our kids to recognize their dependency on Christ, recognize they can hear God's voice of their own volition, not because mom or dad said it, that they can read scripture for themselves, that they can interpret that scripture for themselves, that they can hear from the Holy Spirit to pray for others or encourage others or depend on others. All of those things draw them closer to Christ. It draws them closer to Christ. It draws them closer to their dependency on their Savior, not on their mother. So how do we do that? I mean, that's a practical thing. I'm not going to walk through all the practical things that God has brought this up in my life because it's going to look different for you. It's going to look different for your kids. It's going to look different for the way that you've mothered up to this point. But God will reveal to you As you ask him, you show him, man, where are the areas where I am allowing my kids to be dependent on me instead of dependent on you? But I want to bring you four practical things of how you can do that. How do we lead our kids to be dependent on God, not on ourselves? Number one, we have to be dependent on God not on ourselves. We can't rely on ourselves. We can't rely on our finances. We can't rely on our spouses. We can't rely on our pastors. We can't rely on our security. We have to be dependent on Christ. And so the number one way to show your kids how to be dependent on Christ is to be dependent on them in your own life to walk them through that journey. They can see it from your own example. So where in your life have you not let go of control? Where in your life are you still clinging to things so tightly that you're not allowing God the freedom to work in your life or to show up in those situations because you are depending on yourself? Where in your life are you planning and making plans and making plan Bs and plan Cs in case something else happens instead of just letting it go to God? Number one, you need to be dependent on him yourself. Number two, you need to surrender and trust him. You need to surrender your kids to the Lord. Because the truth and the reality of it is they were his in the first place. They weren't yours. God gave us them and God has blessed us and he has given us the responsibility to steward our kids as parents and to walk them through this journey to adulthood. But in the midst of that, they are first and foremost children of his, right? Daughters and sons of our heavenly father. And with that in mind, we are simply fostering them right? Through this journey here on earth, we're simply walking them through this process as they grow to maturity and adulthood and depend on him. And so we have to recognize it's not about us. It's not about our desires for them. It's not about our worries or our fears for them. It's not about our our um, want to protect them and keep them safe. No, we have to recognize God loves them even more than we love them. 
And so in, in recognizing that, we need to surrender them and say, you know what, God, I really am not sure how to handle this situation with my son or my daughter. I'm really not sure how to walk through this struggle that they're having. And so, God, I just want to surrender it to you. I want to surrender it to you. And I trust that you know, you knew before they even were in my womb and you know the journey and the victory you are going to walk them through. And so I just need to let it go and believe that you will carry me through and you will carry them through this journey so they can grow and develop the way that you desired them to. Man, I don't know what situation or circumstance you're going through, but I know parenting is hard. And I know every kid is different. And I know that it's probably more than likely that almost all of you listening right now are having one particular struggle with at least one of your children right now that you're walking through, that you're not sure how to parent them. You're not sure what to do or how to go from here or what else to try to help them through this struggle that that they're dealing with right now. Man, we're dealing with that with our six-year-old son. He just has outbursts of anger and frustration that comes out of him at random times and we're walking through teaching him about his brain and the fight and flight mode and, and recognizing he can be in control of that and recognizing that he can surrender his fears to the Lord. He doesn't have to respond in this fight mode when those things approach him and recognizing how he can be calm and he can walk through that process, all those things. And it's been a journey. It's been such a journey and it's been so trying and sometimes it's so exhausting and sometimes it, it, it challenges my every moment of patience and humanity because in my human nature, I want to respond in frustration as he responds in frustration, right? And, and I have to recognize that, man, God, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's going on in, in my precious son's head and I don't know what's going on in, in his brain or his life. I don't know what lies the enemy has already poured into this heart and I don't know exactly how to walk him through this, but I need to trust that you placed him in my life for this time and my husband's life and you're going to give us the wisdom and the discernment to parent him through this situation because you're good. And you're faithful and your promises are always true. And so we need to be dependent on Christ. We also need to surrender and trust God with our kids, with every aspect of parenting them. He knows better and he loves more than we could ever love them. And he desires the greatest life for them more than we even do. Okay. And then number three, we need to let our kids know from day one that we're flawed, (laughs) that we mess up, that we don't have it all together, that we don't have all the answers, that we are not this perfect specimen of parent that they can look up to and trust and know that, man, mom's always going to have the answer. Mom's never going to mess up. Mom's always going to walk through. No, as a parent, in order for your kids to be dependent on Christ over their dependency on you, you need to remind them, hey, I am a flawed human. I have a human nature of sin and temptation and struggle and brokenness. And in that human nature, I need to daily repent and surrender to God. I need to daily ask for forgiveness. I need to daily get better and grow and be dependent on God myself to to challenge me, to transform me to redeem me, right? And when we allow our kids to see that side of us, they recognize that, man, my mom 
might not know the answer. My mom might not always have it all together. My mom messes up and sins and makes mistakes, but she also is the first to say, I'm sorry, and to surrender it to God and trust God with the results. Trust God with the transformation. Trust God with the journey. That's all part of leading them to recognize that, yeah, I can't always rely on my mom or dad because they don't know everything. But you know who who does? My heavenly father. I can rely on him. He's never going to leave me. He's never going to fail me. He's never going to mess up. He's never going to hurt me. My God loves me. And he is faithful and good and truthful. And he I can depend on. Right? And then the very last thing is you need to be a mom that is consistently growing in your intimacy with Christ. More than anything else, your number one role and title is daughter of the king. Creation of the creator. Beloved of the heavenly father. And in recognizing that as your number one priority and role, you need to recognize your your need and desperation and desire to grow in knowing Christ. Knowing his words, knowing his truth, knowing his tendencies, knowing his character, and allowing that character to transform you into that very same nature of Christ. And when you're walking in that intimacy and that truth and that transformation and that nature, your kids will in turn experience that very same nature and character and transformation in their own life. Mamas, I know that it is such a deep desire to be needed and valued and loved and wanted by your kids. But please hear me that there's a very fine line in allowing your kids to be dependent on you that draws them away from the dependency they really need to have on Christ. And if we let that continue, if we let that path begin to progress, we are going to raise adults who maybe have a good level head and maybe are smart and maybe have done great things and maybe are kind and loving and maybe even love the Lord, but they have become dependent on a human that will fail them, a human that didn't create them, but instead speaks out of their own relationship with God. And they won't have a relationship with God. They won't have a dependency on Christ. They won't be able to hear God's voice over your voice. And can I just tell you, no matter how loving or gracious or even how intimate you are with God, your voice is never, ever going to be 100% the direction that God wants to lead your kids. And so more than anything, I desire that my kids believe in God, know and have confidence that they can hear his voice and that they are dependent on him to bring them through whatever circumstance or situation or confusion or doubt or frustration that they will come up against in this world. 
can I just tell you that my oldest son is only 10 years old? And so I know that the things that my kids are about to experience in the decade ahead are going to be such difficult things for them to to hold on to or for them to bring to the Lord or for them to process through. But I know if they at this age, 10 and 9 and 6 and almost 2 years old, if they know how to cling to God and be dependent on God, that He will give them the strength and the courage and the foresight to walk them through those circumstances that are ahead of them. And so I just pray for you ladies, as you walk through this journey of mothering, that you grow in your dependency of Christ and in growing in that, your kids grow on their dependency of Christ, no longer needing you to walk them through everything, but instead clinging to Christ to give them truth and guidance and direction to draw them closer to their purposes and his plan for their lives. Be encouraged that God's timing is always perfect. Be encouraged that nothing is ever wasted. Be encouraged that no matter what has been done in your mothering up to this point, it is not too late to draw your kids closer to God, make them more dependent on him, and to draw yourself closer to God. Make yourself more dependent on him because he is it. He's all we need. He is what we need. We are desperate for him because he is faithful and good and true and always has the perfect timing and always has the perfect plan and always has the fulfillment and contentment in store for us. Draw close to him this week. Today, celebrate him and his goodness. Celebrate what he has done in and through you to your kids because mama, You are amazing. You are worthy. You are enough. You are beloved. You are perfect in the eyes of God. And he has bestowed upon you some of the greatest responsibilities in the world to steward your kids here on earth as they draw closer to him. I love you, ladies. I hope you have an incredible week. Be encouraged to continue to go after him each and every day. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to Ministry and Motherhood. We're praying that today was an encouragement to you, but more than that, inspiration to just start taking action. Want to learn more? Join our Facebook group called Ministry of Motherhood or check us out online at laurenapple.org.